0: we're talking about spiritual strength how to develop a strong spirit this is about the fourth week that we're talking on this we left last week in ephesians chapter six we started to talk about being strong in the lord and allowing the armor of god to literally be endowed upon us so turn over to ephesians chapter six and we're going to jump off there again and keep going Now, remember, as you're going to Ephesians 6, verse 10, remember Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Remember, we said this last week. It says that you be not slothful or lazy. Don't be lazy. Don't be slothful. But be followers of them who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises of God. So it takes strength to stand and believe God. You know, this walk of faith, this thing we call ministry, you know, we're all here to minister. Have you noticed in life many times, all of a sudden, you don't have the ability in yourself to sometimes make things come to pass? Well, I could tell you this, everything that God calls you to do in life, you won't be able to do it on the level that he wants yourself. Right? You need him. Amen. So we walk in Christ. See, not only we're not only in Christ. Romans chapter 6 says when the Spirit of God is in you, you're in Christ. So guess what? If you're born again, you're in Christ. But there's a big difference from being in Christ to living in Christ. And now, Acts 17, 28, you get to the place to, for it is in him that I live, that I move, that I have my very being in him. And that's what we're talking about. So in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, at the end of this letter, which is breathed by the Spirit of God, all the doctrine that was laid out in all these first five chapters and nine verses. Then he says this. Finally, my brothers. Now, finally. That in the Greek. Now to the most important thing I'm going to tell you. Right? He's going to now tell you how to turn knowledge into victory. He says, finally, my brothers. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. And we saw last week. Be strong. This is a command in the Greek text. In the tense of the Greek, it's a command. We are commanded as children of God to be continually strengthened inwardly with superhuman strength in the Lord. And in the power, the dominion and strength, the kratos power of God, in the power of his might, that word might means in the power of his ability So god wants you operating in his ability And this is what's so cool. You don't lose your identity. This is the way the trinity works Remember jesus they're like man all these miracles happening. He's going wait a minute time out No, no, i'm not the one doing the works. It's my father Right in the same way as we go out today. It's like hey if anything good happens in my life, signs, wonders, miracles, healings, listen, don't, don't look at me. I'm not the healer, right? No, no, it's Jesus who's working through me and in me. We, our ability comes and is, becomes one with his ability, so now we are not living just a natural life. When this happens, now we're living John 10, 10, the Zoe life. The quality of life that God has Right This is big Finally my brethren Be strong in the Lord And in the power of his might So in my life And in your life Any weakness or inability In me It's not even an issue Because I'm always Drawing on his strength And his ability so in other words, you're not getting me on a works treadmill Amen. where I'm trying to work this thing out myself because that's not even what I do anymore. I'm always looking to him. I'm not, I, don't, I don't look at anything in my life, like being a husband, being a father, being a grandfather, being a pastor. What, I don't look at any of that as i got to make this happen in my strength and my ability. Nope. because that would limit me. No, I'm a child of God. I am in Christ. And Jesus even said that we're one spirit with God, with him. He's our heavenly father. We operate together. So now my weakness is no longer an issue. That's how come the word of God doesn't say all things are possible if you're talented enough. It doesn't say that, does it? All things are possible if you're just smart enough. Or if you just go to the right school, have the right education, no. It says all things are possible to them who believe. And believing is a choice. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, let every man be a liar, but let God be true. If he says he always gives me the victory, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. If he says he always gives me the victory... Even though I can't see the victory yet With my natural eye I know I will But as I meditate in the word of God I will begin to see the victory on the inside Right Not only see it But he'll have me walking towards it And this is the thing This is what trips so many believers up They're they're, they're in faith And it's all awesome As long as outward things are going okay But I'm here to tell you, Satan is going to make sure outward things, he's going to do everything he can to make sure outward things are not going okay. But here is the thing, you can stand in the authority in Christ and stop him so that all the outward things change into being what his word says, right? I don't know about you, I find myself going all day. Sometimes, even in the night, I wake myself up. I'll wake myself up saying, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Right? This is our time in the church. This is our season. We will yield all of our fruit in our season. And I believe we're probably the ones that are just like Jesus. He goes, man, my meat, my nourishment, my strength, is to do his will and finish his work. Well, I'm here to tell you, we might be the ones, probably are, on. be completely shocked if we're not, that we're going to finish the church age. Amen. Finish the work. And he chose you for that. Yes, he did. But he didn't, cho- he didn't choose you because of your ability. He chose you because of your ability with his ability. But there's something in you and I that's different. Amen? I'm telling you, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're going to see this strength everywhere in the Bible. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the power of his might. How do I do that? Put on. Put on. In other words, be endued with the whole armor of God God is saying choose to allow the spirit of God to endue you with God's whole armor isn't that amazing the God of the universe's armor fits you perfectly wow so if you study this out we're not going to take time to go all the way into this But the armor of God is revelation knowledge of his word. And you'll see this as we go through the armor. Revelation knowledge of his word. As as you decide to put God's word first, remember what we said two things you need to do to grow strong spiritually? You have to nourish your spirit with the word of God, and you have to exercise your spirit by being a doer of the word. So, so now I choose to put the word first place in my life I don't have to understand how any of this happens How it works I don't have to understand any of it Because the word will just do the work Come on. And the Holy Spirit knows And the Holy Spirit is the perfect teacher And he'll teach you exactly what to do He not only will tell you No, he's a great teacher The Bible doesn't say he tells you things He will show you Right, I mean, he will show you exactly what to do. You know, a dear dear brother took uh, me and my grandson fishing this week, and so my little four and a half year old grandson, this guy is like a master fisherman, and he is showing Asher exactly what to do, and so Asher puts the puts the puts the pole throws it and the hook goes down with the worm on it and he's showing him exactly what to do and then he says now when that he bent he bent the rod he goes now when the rod bends you kind of pull it and then you could reel the fish in and in, in just a very short period of time all of a sudden the, the it bends and asher's like he's this little he looks like this little man and he starts reeling it in boom he caught his first fish So yeah, he caught more than that, but uh, it was so cool, but he wasn't told. Could you imagine if he would have just said, okay, take the pole and throw it in this and that? No, he had to show him. That's what the Holy Spirit will do. He'll do that for you. So he says here, you have to put on the whole armor of God. So now I put the word first place. And I start meditating in the word. I mutter it. I say it over and over to myself, right? So I, I, I'm speaking the word of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do, he always causes me to triumph, always gives me the victory. He bore my sickness and carried my pain. Whatever that is, I say that over and over and over. I have it first place. And then as I'm meditating in the word, now what will happen is now. The Holy Spirit will open the word of God on the inside of me, and light will come out. And it'll show me, right. And, and see that light in him was life, right? And it develops you. So now, now revelation comes to your heart, and now you're learning the word of God on the inside. Your spirit man is learning it. He's being nourished and now your spirit will turn that into a thought and communicate that to your mind. And when the word of God is communicated to your mind, it will renovate your thinking. It will change your thinking. While all that's happening is whatever the word of God is doing, it's in doing you. See, have you ever noticed it doesn't say the words of God? It always says the word of God. Yeah. It's good. Isn't it amazing... You, now, this is going to be revelation knowledge to you guys. You guys ready? Yes. This is really deep. This is Tony Finley deep, which is really cool because you could grab hold of it. Right? If you're, if you're listening to somebody that's just too deep, run. Okay? Because, you know, right? So here it is. Notice he said it's the word of God, not the words of God. So one scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Getting revelation of that one scripture will endue me with the whole armor of God. You would think, well, now wait a minute. I need to know the whole Bible. Man, you don't understand. I've got a terminal disease or a terminal handicap. There is no possibility. One word from God can endue you with the whole armor of God. Isn't that amazing? So do you ever, this is why Don't run to and fro Listening to whoever you want to Ask the Holy Spirit Just slow down a little bit Ask the Holy Spirit What what do you want me studying right now? Because the Holy Spirit knows what you're going to need Let Him equip you So in other words How often are you to be endued with the Word of God With with the whole armor of God You're never to take it off Right? Right? Those demonic influences that are set out against you, they should be just shaken in their boots. Every time you roll over, because you're laying in that bed, you have the whole armor of God on, and you look just like him. And every time you roll over, they're like, "Oh, is he waking up? Is she waking up?" That's the way it should be. Because we have been called to have complete mastery over all the satanic influence and over all the ability of Satan, and nothing is to hurt us. It's a different way of looking at things. You're not just this lowly person. No, 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 no. You're a king and a priest. You've been given the authority in the name of Jesus. You are to exercise that authority and walk out God's glorious plan for your life. Right? So this is what we're talking about. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? That you may be able to stand against. Stand. That means to survey the battlefield. When I put on the whole armor of God, here I am walking through my life, and what will happen on the inside of me, although I'm standing right in the middle of everything, on the inside, this is what's happening to my spirit man. I'm standing, I'm surveying the battlefield. He's lifting me up now, and he's taking me so that I can see. On the inside, you might be right in the middle of all hell breaking loose in your life, and all of a sudden, on the inside, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Oh, no, no, no. And see, he'll tell you, he'll take you up here so that you can survey the battlefield, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, Man, my problem isn't Fred. (laughs) See, down here, Fred is just giving you all kinds of problems. Fred is trying to get you fired from your job. He's lying to the owner of the company. He's doing all this stuff. But then, from that vantage point, you're like, oh, wait, time out. He's not my problem. It's who's behind him. So, I'm not going to spend any time coming against Fred because Fred's not my enemy. Because, see, now I'm surveying the battlefield. The when the whole armor of God comes on you, in other words, you see things from an entirely different perspective. Now, right now, you guys are messing up my sermon because I'm supposed this is like a review, and yet we're going into all this new stuff. But this is exactly what Satan. Hates and what God wants to accomplish tonight And it says here that you may be able to stand against That word against means face to face We never run from anything When we we first started the church The Lord talked to me about Omaha and he said, one of the issues of the town that I've called you to is it's really hard for me to keep anyone in one place long enough to really do much. Because everybody's, because they're babies. They're running to and fro. They get tired. You know, you know, I love Pastor Tony. Oh my gosh, he's, I mean, I've heard this so many times. He's so wonderful. And, and I'm, I'm so thankful for all that he's, Put in my life. First of all, I didn't put anything in your life. The Holy Spirit did Second of all they're talking like but i've learned all that now So now I have to go on To the deeper things Man, i'm so glad I had one person tell me this was years and years ago I'm, so glad I learned some of these principles of healing, but it only took me so far because now God's called me to a church where they will tell me all the names of all the demons behind all of the sicknesses and diseases. Oh Doesn't that just, you, you all, the word that's coming out of your spirit right now is just, oh, dear heart, run. <laughs> just run, right? Come on. When you deal with Satan, two things you gotta know. Shut up and get out, right? That's it. <laughs> that you don't need to know anybody's name. <laughs> that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And as we said last week, the word wiles Tells exactly How he comes Wiles that word means he comes One way he to travel Down one road one way And it's it's the wiles of The devil Diabolos Dia what he Does he's traveling down one Road he's trying to come Against your mind He's coming to Dia to penetrate Through your mind so that He could start confusing you By doing this, by abelos, by throwing something, blow after blow after blow after blow. What does he throw? Thoughts. Have you ever been in a situation? Thoughts. It's like they're machine guns. What's going to happen to your family if you die? What about this? What about that? What about this? Why is he doing that? To try so that that He can open that door Get you looking at natural things So now you're opening the door To the spirit of fear to come in Because Satan can't work Where there is no fear Can't work Right? It says here Put on the whole armor of God So that you can stand against the wiles Of the devil Wow Wow so we simply have to make a decision to allow the whole armor of God to manifest upon us as we continually draw from his power. And it enables us to stand against all the wiles of the devil. Wow. We take revelation knowledge of God's word, and the Holy Spirit literally walks us into where now that revelation knowledge, he will turn it into victory in your life. Because now you'll take revelation knowledge of his word, that my God always gives me the victory, that Jesus himself bore my sickness and carried my pain, so by his stripes I am healed. Not going to be, I already am. So now that I know that, It gives me, it turns knowledge of that into victory. So now I stand and I exercise my authority in the name of Jesus and I command sickness in the name of Jesus to get out of my body. I command my body to change. I bind the enemy. I command finances to come. I tell Satan, you take your hands off of God's money. You know, we always talk about the wealth of the wicked being laid up for the just, Listen, and we're waiting for some event. That should be happening. Who is the wicked one? Satan. He's the God of this world system. Man, when you need finances, you claim what you need. Then you use your authority in the name of Jesus and bind Satan. You command, I bind you, I command you to take your hands off of that money, and now angels In the name of jesus you hearken to the word of god You go into the earth system and you bring that money for me now to me Now all that's left to do is just to thank god father. I thank you that my needs met I thank you that the card the the credit cards paid for I thank you that the cars paid off. I thank. I just declare Right, that's how we live and and it's not just euphoria When you first start doing this guess what all hell could start breaking loose in your life But guess what? All hell is breaking loose in your life anyway. And you're not going to graduate to a place where all hell won't break loose in your life. So the bad news is, he's always going to be here. But the good news is, he is defeated. And he has been stripped. And you have been given authority and victory. So that's what you have to know. That's why all things are possible. Listen, whatever you have a desire for in your future, I'm telling you, God will bring it to pass. He is faithful to work. All the time. So the truth of God's word will remove the deception of the devil, thereby breaking his power of deception off our lives. That's exactly how it works. Every time. Because remember, the biggest battle in our mind is, is these, these thoughts that are coming that are telling us that the Word of God is just not going to work this time. And that's a lie. That's a complete lie. Right? Satan knows if he can control your mind, he can control your destiny. And God is literally wanting his word in the form of thoughts coming from your spirit into your mind. That's where his direction comes. Satan's throwing thoughts from the outside. As you meditate in scripture, you will know where they're coming from. Right? Do you know how many times I have heard of people that have gotten knocked out of their local church, knocked out of a ministry position, knocked out of a relationship, knocked out of where they were working. How many times by some pastor or some minister or some Christian that says I have a word for you. And and a person because they're not meditating in the word, because they don't, they're not, they, don't, they don't have this, they're not spiritually sensitive, they will take this word that sounds so good, but it's not the leading of the Holy Spirit. Does that mean these people are evil? No, they just are ignorant. They missed it. But see, here's the thing. The word of God is to be a lamp, a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Any words you get from anybody else that's called prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, anything, you have to put it through the filter of the word, well, you develop a strong spirit, and you will know. You'll just know on the inside of you that, nope, that's not right, or at least you'll know, well, that's really not bearing witness with my heart. I do know this person. Maybe I'm going to put this on the shelf for a little bit, because maybe there's just some things God needs to get over to me. Or, you know what that word is from God, but, you know, now is not the time. God's just preparing me for something. Right? It's really interesting. Satan has a deception for everyone. For everyone. So look at this. Why do we put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil? Why? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Our our battle is not against people. But our battle is against principalities, powers, right? Rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Our warfare is against these spiritual influences that are working behind the scenes and influencing people. That's who our enemy is. And that enemy is stripped And that enemy has no power. So don't ever feel like you've got to attack a person. That person who might be attacking you, you love them. You do good to them because they are a non-issue, but they could be some of your fruit. They could be your fruit. So you love them and you take authority over that influence that's behind them. And see what God does with that right why do we say all these things because we've got to know you'll never be able we said this last week you cannot fight a spiritual battle with carnal weapons you literally can't satan laughs at christians that try to does that try to do that he loves when division happens between people Because he's like, oh man, they're just looking at... They're looking at this whole thing wrong. And while they're coming against so-and-so, I'm able to work behind the scenes and mess all this stuff up. Right? Verse 13. So because of this, because God is saying... Endue yourself with the whole armor of God so that you can stand against the wiles of the devil, because you're not wrestling against flesh and blood, you're wrestling against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, aka losers, powerless. But that's who you're dealing with. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. The whole armor. Notice, you don't take part of it. Well, you know, pastor, I'm just a baby Christian. Maybe I'll just, you know, I'll just take my sword. No, you need more than the sword. You need the shield of faith to quench his fiery darts. And and by the way, don't forget the helmet of salvation. Right? You know, you need the whole armor. But one scripture, revelation of one scripture, will endue you with the whole armor. I love these books Kenneth Copeland Ministries came out with them. There are all these little mini books. One word from God can change your whole family, your finances. All these little books. I love that. One word from God. Dot, dot, dot. Changes everything. So, verse 13. Did you notice? Wherefore, taken to you the whole armor of God. This is the second time in a couple verses that we are told... To take upon ourselves or be endued with the whole armor of God. Do you think that's important? You've got to always have the armor on. Verse 11 tells us to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. Now here, it's telling us, take upon you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Well, what day's the evil day? Well, today it's October 12th. I'll prophesy. Tomorrow it'll be October 13th. Right? Is today what's today? Oh, see. That wasn't prophetic then. That was pathetic. So there we go. There we go. Yeah. So whatever day you're in, let's put it this way. Today is the evil day. Right? Because at its best, this earth is always the valley of the shadow of death. However, in the valley of the shadow of death, you are literally to never lack. You're to walk in the anointing. Your cup is to overflow abundance. You're to never fear. You're at peace in the valley of the shadow of death. Do you know that all of us are anointed to go into the world right now and say, hey, it's going to be okay. That's right. right? It's going to be okay. I've got some good news for you. Your family. Your family can be protected. Right? I've got good news from you, for you. God's a healer. He's greater than a virus. He's greater than any sickness or disease. Right? Do you know how many people are in fear and anxiety and anxiety attacks and all this stuff. And we could come and say, hey, here, listen, let me introduce you to the Prince of Peace. He will bring peace into your life. You'll have people look at you and go, well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even deserve that. No, 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 it's not about that. It's for everybody. Jesus paid the price. We have the good news. And we have to live this before the people of this earth. And then preach whenever necessary. But just let them see it, right? So now, we're taking the whole armor so that we can stand in the evil day. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And then it says this, and having done all to stand. Well, what do you mean, having done all to stand? Well, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Right? Allow the whole armor of God to be endued upon you as you continually draw from his power. That's having done all to stand. And having done all to stand, notice it doesn't say fight. See, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Which is an intense conflict to the death. But let me show you some wrestling moves. Stand. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Resist the devil. How do you do that? It is written, and he will flee from you. Why? Because you're seated far above right? You've been given all authority. See, do you see it's a perspective? It's we have to see things as they really are, not as they seem. Nothing that you'll ever face is any match for who you are in Christ. I love that. Hallelujah. The whole armor of God will enable us to stand against anything that the devil can ever throw against us. Now think about that. Think of what's going on in the world today. And yet, this is why I believe a revelation of this is going to ignite and go through the church as never before. And you are going to see sons and daughters of God stand up in their authority. And you're going to see cities change. Nations change. Right? Satan can't win. He can't win. You know why? Because he's already lost. He's just trying to make you think he's winning. But he's not winning. He already lost. Now, notice it says the armor of God doesn't automatically protect us. Did you notice that? Having done all the stand, you still have to stand. Doesn't automatically protect us. We must take the armor of God unto us. We must allow ourselves to be endued with it. You have to make some decisions. That's why a Christian who is not willing to put the Word of God first, although the armor is for them, it won't be endued upon them automatically. They have to make a decision. And all they got to do is be willing and obedient. The Holy Spirit will teach them how to do it. The evil day, the evil day is going to be every day of our life. But God wants us to stand in victory and in triumph every day of our life. Having done all to stand, now verse 14, stand therefore. So how do I stand? Now it's going to tell me. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shod with the preparation. That means the firm foundation of the gospel of peace. Verse 16, above all. In the Greek language it would read in front of all. Why in front? Well, if you're face to face with Satan, you don't need to hold your shield up like this, do you? No, in front of all. We always, we literally are always face-to-face. We are the aggressor. We're standing. You're not coming in my house. You're not. You can't have my kids. You can't have my grandkids. You can't have my finances. You sure can't have my body. Right? In front of all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench. This word quench means to extinguish and stamp out All of the fiery darts of the wicked That tells me that literally every thought that he throws against your mind because that's the way he comes That's the fiery darts The shield of faith. What is faith? I believe the word in my heart and I speak it out of my mouth That's the shield you want to keep the shield in front of you always have the word in your heart Always having it coming out of your mouth right? I believe, and therefore I have spoken. We believe, and we therefore speak. That's keeping the shield of faith. It will quench every dart. Do you know how much peace that would f- bring into your life? Have you been, have today, that was, were you getting kind of moved around emotionally because you started buying thoughts? Man, this happened, and man, this just doesn't look good. I just don't know what I'm going to do. See, that that goes away when you answer that thought. Right? When Satan says, man, this isn't going to work out, and you respond, you have the shield of faith. No, it is written. God always causes me to triumph. I always walk in the victory. He always gives me the desires of my heart. I commit my way to him. I trust also in him. This is Psalm 37. And he will bring it to pass. Not may, he will. Right? The shield of faith. It says here, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Now this is interesting. The word. The sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. You could read it like this if you want to read the Greek. I love this. And and the sword of the Spirit, which is the rhema of God. The sword of the Spirit, in other words, is rhema. It is the spoken word. I take the helmet of salvation and the sword, which means I'm always speaking his word. Right? Right? Always. So in verses 14 through verse 17, the armor is mentioned as being a belt, a breastplate, shoes, a shield, a helmet, and a sword. And this armor is endued upon us as we gain revelation knowledge of God's word. So let's look at this. The loins girt about with truth. Truth. What's truth? That's the word, isn't it? The belt of truth allows us to fight without being entangled in our garments. Okay? so why you take the belt of truth. It holds everything in place so that as I'm fighting, I'm not entangled by anything. If you don't, in other words, now let me give you a picture of this. If you don't surround your thought life With truth, then you will become entangled with wrong thinking. Now, this is how this this is what it's talking about. Not only wrong thinking, wrong thinking will lead you to wrong believing. And wrong believing will lead you to starting to speak wrong and act wrong. So we keep. The belt of truth, the word of God, revelation, knowledge of his word, we keep that endued upon us, it helps us guard our thought life, right? To have the belt of truth on is to have your eyes fixed on Jesus. If, you're, if your attitude's ever whacked, if you're ever in fear, it's only one reason you took your eyes off Jesus, so don't beat yourself up about that. Just get your eyes back on Jesus and it'll all begin to make sense. Right? We have to have our eyes fixed on Jesus. So that's the, that's the belt. Let's talk about the breastplate of righteousness. This is vital, isn't it? The breastplate of righteousness. We must have a revelation of the fact that we were made the very righteousness of Almighty God in Christ. You have to know who you are revelation knowledge that not only is god righteous but jesus was made to be sin so that i would be made the very righteousness of almighty god in him wow knowing the position you have in god guards your heart so let's go on having our feet shod with the preparation, the firm foundation of the gospel of peace. What is the gospel of peace? Health, prosperity, welfare, safety, wholeness. It's salvation. This represents having our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. It represents the peace we have with God that brings us stability and also agility in battle. See, when you know that you have peace with God, that he's not mad at you, that he's for you, that he'll never leave you, he'll never forsake you, what that does as the enemy comes, in righteousness you're, you're, you're not moved. Then now you know you have peace with him. All your sin was condemned in Jesus. Now you are unaccusable, unblameable, right? Your sins have been remitted, everything's been removed. Now you can stand stable, but you can also, you're free to be agile in battle. What do you mean, be agile? Man, you're so sensitive to the Holy Spirit, he just brings up a scripture, and it's like, bam, it's coming out of your mouth. You're dealing with stuff all the time. Sometimes you're sitting back going, wow, this is amazing. I didn't even know I knew that. Has that ever happened to you? That's exactly how it is. The firm foundation of the gospel of peace will always keep you fixed and immovable where your eyes are always on Jesus. Notice when you're face-to-face with Satan, you're face-to-face with him. That means he's in front of you, but you're not looking at him because he's a non-issue. You're looking at Jesus. Do you, do, can you, can you kind of see how the Word of God just slaps Satan in the face all the time? Because he's defeated. I'm telling you, religion has, has caused us to start believing a lie. Like this, bat, like this battle's over. We are an occupying army. You already are victorious. You already are healed. You already are prosperous. So now you take the word of God and get all that junk out of your life. Because it has no legal right there. And God will back all that up. Amen? Amen? The shield of faith, let's look at that for a second, quenches the fiery darts of the enemy. When we believe God's word in our hearts and we speak God's word out of our mouths, we stop every thought that the enemy brings. And you stop the thoughts, and man, I'm telling you, that's what it always is. You're using a a spiritual weapon To fight your spiritual battle. The helmet of salvation. This is our mind that is being protected by God's word. In other words, we must renew our mind with the word of God so that we hear right. So that we think right. So that we'll believe right. And speak and act right. Right? And then we've got verse 17, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You're like, well, time out, Pastor. Every one of these things is the Word of God. Yes. Come on. The whole armor of God is God's Word. It's multifaceted. While it stops the enemy's thoughts, it guards your heart. It protects you. It makes you know who you are in Him. It does everything. And what your job is, is to be Walk by faith, which is to be at rest in the battle. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. See, it is the Word of God that we know and that we speak that brings God's deliverance and God's blessing into our life. Let me say that again. It is the Word of God that we know and that we speak that will bring God's deliverance and God's blessing into our lives. So simple, isn't it? But yet so profound. It is the Word of God that is hidden in your heart, activated by the power of the Holy Spirit, and spoken in your appropriate situation that will cause you to walk and live victoriously in life. Man, I remember when the Lord told me that. Just reading that makes me weep. It is the Word of God that is hidden in your heart. You guard your heart with all diligence. You hide the Word of God in your heart, but it's the Word that's not only hidden in your heart, but then it's activated by the mighty Holy Spirit. That now, when that is activated, guess what? You'll speak his word in appropriate situation. You'll know what to say. In other words, like we're teaching the men. This Saturday, we're going to be talking about being led by the Spirit of God. Looking at the pattern of Jesus and seeing this. See, because the Holy Spirit, when he leads you, you are always, and you've heard me say this, right? In the right place, at the right time. With the right heart doing the right thing. The word's now hidden in my heart, and he activates it. And I'm telling you, I already see the enemy coming. I always have a word for him. And you could say, Well, yeah, but Pastor, I don't say it as dynamic as you. No, 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 no. The power of the word is not in how dynamic you say it. It's if you believe it. Come on, preach it. Don't don't ever think volume is power, okay? No, no, volume's not power. I'm telling you, we're more than conquerors.